Welcome to the Nova Podcast. Welcome to the Nova Podcast. My name is Jeff Counts. I'm your host for this episode, and I'm thrilled to have in studio with me Lori Wyke, Principal Bassoon of Utah Symphony. Welcome, Lori. Hi. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing very well, Lori, and it's great to talk to you today. We're talking, the two of us, about Edward Bland, an African-American composer, died not too long ago in 2013. And interestingly, he described his style as urban classical funk. To me, that meant that the synthesis of European traditions, jazz music, and West African drumming created for him a very distinct voice. How did you come across the music of Ed Bland? Was it through this bassoon piece, or did you already know about him, and what did you learn? I came across Ed Bland's music uh, through the bassoon piece when I was researching unaccompanied works for the bassoon at the beginning of the pandemic, um, and I became really uh, intrigued by, by him. Um, a composer, an arranger, a producer, a filmmaker, a writer, um, he made a, a 1959 documentary called The Cry of Jazz, uh, which I found very fascinating when I watched that, um, in which he talks, uh, he uses the structural features of jazz as a metaphor for lived African-American experience. Um, I was also really intrigued at how transformative um, uh, Stravinsky's Rite of Spring was for him in his compositional trajectory. A, a quote from him in his, uh, one of his composer statements was, not only was the music alive, it swung. And he, it really transformed uh, where he went. And he started started out as a jazz clarinetist, and uh, and many of his works from that point on, as you said, they synthesized uh, African American popular musical forms with uh, the compositional traditions of Western classical music and West African drumming. So the bassoon as a solo instrument is not something that's got as rich a repertoire as the violin or the piano, per se, but. I think it's a very expressive instrument. And I read one of the descriptions of this piece in particular for bassoon as running the gamut of the emotional range of the bassoon with, from the, what this writer said, the serious to the sarcastic. I also interestingly read an article by the bassoonist of the Amani winds who talked about how the bassoon is often seen as the clumsy instrument of the orchestra. It's the grandfather and Peter and the wolf, but it often gets kind of funny jobs to do in the orchestra. Talk a little bit about the bassoon as an expressive vehicle for yourself as an artist and what kinds of repertoire you're drawn to. Um, yeah, well, you know, in the orchestra, it's true. There are there are some of these kind of the classical uh, clumsy like solos, but I would say more commonly uh, the bassoon has a, uh, the principal bassoon solos are more of a lyrical tenor register variety. And, and you know, that's kind of what I think we as uh, bassoon players really live for. That's kind of the, some of our greatest moments in uh, any kind of repertoire written for, for the bassoon are in those um, really gorgeous tenor register solos at the orchestral repertoire. Almost in the range of the human voice, really, when you, when you get to that part of the bassoon. Uh, let's talk about the piece written in 1979, and it definitely has some of those jazz influences I mentioned before. And I find the music, when I hear it, to be very internal, almost like a performer playing with headphones on, sort of playing for themselves, improvisatory almost. But I'm sure it's all written down, and I'm sure it's all very technical. What's it like to prepare this piece? 
Yeah, well, you know, I, I found it a lot of fun, actually. Um, I, I liked that the kind of the incorporation of the jazz elements, the transformation of the initial um, melodic motive throughout the piece, some very um, intricate rhythmic structures. Um, he wrote it the same year as probably my very favorite piece of his that I have become, uh, that became known to me this summer, his piece for chamber orchestra uh, in 1979. And it's, it's a real tour de force, uh, composition that I would love to, to hear played at some point. Have you ever gotten to do for bassoon live or did you learn it for this? I learned it, uh, for Nova. So I'm hoping that you get an opportunity when things get a lot better to actually play it for live human beings someday. That would be fun. I would like to do that. Well, until then, let's enjoy this performance. Lori Wyke, principal bassoon of the Utah Symphony, playing Edward Bland's Four Bassoon. Thank you. 
Today's episode featured Lori Wyke performing Ed Bland's For Bassoon. Audio mastering of her performance was by Michael Carnes, and today's guest host was Jeff Counts. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at podcast at novaslc.org. The Nova Podcast is made possible by the support of our donors. If you'd like to join our supporters, you can make a donation at novaslc.org. We'd also like to thank our season sponsors. Nova has received generous support from the Utah Legislature, the Utah Division of Arts and Museums, the Lawrence T. and Janet T. D. Foundation, Salt Lake County Zoo Arts and Parks, the George S. and Dolores Story Eccles Foundation, Isotope, Salt Lake City Arts Council, the Cultural Vision Fund, Dominion Energy, Rocky Mountain Power Foundation, the Alice M. Ditson Fund of Columbia University, and the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music. Don't forget to subscribe and share the Nova podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening.